Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm doing the show with my good friends, Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. Say hey, hi, kids. Hey there. Hi. <laughs> We're in the studio. <clears throat> We're in the studio doing it live uh, without any cursing, because apparently <laughs> that's bad now. <laughs> we... We didn't do, wait. What are you talking? What do you mean now? What do you mean now? I oh, guess we're we act, live. Yeah, because we're live. We can't, uh, if we slip up, uh, you know. Oh, I can't, can't edit it fix out. Fix it in post. Yeah, that, that happened more Occ- than. Occasionally. That well, happened That happened more than the, the listeners would think. <laughs> well, not that much more. No, that's more than the listeners would think, though. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. <laughs> And in case you're wondering, listeners, it was it was genre was the worst offender. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> what the son of a. Yep. There you go. See, <laughs> see, Mister Potty Mouth. I, you rest your case. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you can't rest on that. Where is your evidence? You I, just gave it. You, I, you, that I, was a that I, was a terrible opening or and or closing statement. Terrible. I, I can I I don't disagree, but I'm gonna rest on the unearned confidence of a white guy and carry on. Oh man, start calling you Haba or whatever her name was. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm ready to be a lawyer for Mr. Trump now. <laughs> yep. Yep, just give me a whole pile of money and I'll make an idiot of myself in public for you, no problem. What did she say? I, I mean, I, I could hardly do much worse, even though I haven't studied law or been admitted to the bar. <laughs> she says something about being pretty or smart or something. And I, Yeah. I don't know. There she, is a... Somebody oh, said, well, she's one of those. I, I, <laughs> I'm one of those, too. <laughs> we, um, did, just a quick thing, like, they they actually... Right? I'm at least one of those, right? <laughs> actual news. So, the... In the case, the uh-huh. um, I would double that. The DA, uh, uh, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny Willis down well, in uh, yeah. Georgia. Um, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny. Thank sorry, you. yes, F A N I S. But you're right. The, the DA submitted a 108 page um, response to the um, to the allegations that there are issues with um, her uh, having a relationship with the lead prosecutor. Good for her. She's not stepping down. No, there she's going for it. She is going for and she, it. Isn't she going in in person next week to to expo- explain to them what was yeah. in her response? It's a dirty, dirty tactic by the. It wasn't even the like the Trump lawyer originally. It was like a somebody. It yeah. was someone else, and he and his uh, team like signed on to it. But it was it's a dirty, dirty thing because. Well, yeah, they might have a relationship, but it's not like he's a bad lawyer. You know, I, and they, the, like relationship, the, the relationship apparently started after the trial started or after he was appointed. So, oh, well, I, I don't know about that. And I, I have heard that he's, you know, married to somebody else and whatever. I, the divorce was settled. They, they, they were going to testify and they settled. He settled with his wife. So none of that got exposed in court. So I, I certainly understand the. She got subpoenaed by the house. Yeah, well, I, I, I certainly understand the. Uh, this looks like there could be some potential ethical concerns there, for sure. You know, because it's like you're having an affair with this guy Somebody that works for you, right? Yeah. Well, this actually, he's like an outside lawyer that was brought in as a consultant. Yeah, is my understanding. 
So it's he's like an independent prosecutor. Yeah, right, but exactly. she signs his paperwork. So. Right. Yeah, so, so, you know, he's, he, he's getting paid in part because she's signing the slips. So, I, you know, I understand, like, huh, is that entirely kosher? I get it. But, I, you know, it, it could be. You know, certainly like, well, you know, they, they met, they worked together and then sparks sparked and passions grew and they're dating now. And it's like, you know, and that, I don't really care. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, like, I mean, what do that we is care? A, yeah. It, what do we care? But also it's like, yeah, people get to do that. People, it's like, you know, I, you know, like I met someone at work and we really hit it off and now we're dating. It's like, what? how else do people meet and form relationships? You know, I was listening to a, um to a interview with a with a with an ethics professor yeah like a legal ethics expert uh-huh. and he was like this might be an ethical thing but she's the da that would be something for the voters this has nothing to do with the case no that, reality at all yes. that that absolutely it has absolutely nothing to do with the case and and the only reason why they're doing that is to is to throw Stone. muddy the waters. To muddy waters delay. about it. Yes. So he was like, the guy should step back and let s- someone else on its team. Did you uh, hear that they something. had trouble recruiting folks because nobody wanted to take on the Trump? I would be. I would I mean, be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Look at how many people have been ruined. <laughs> well, it, it's it's dangerous to piss those folks off. Um, Plus, that ruins. You. Often they ask you to do things that damage your ability oh. to practice law. Oh, you mean, you, you mean being on Trump's side? I thought you meant recruiting to, to prosecute him. Oh, yes. And, and to, it was to prosecute him, but I was just going. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, going like, well, you, but, you get a, it, it's a danger of not getting paid. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, among other things. And also like the end of your professional credibility. Like the woman who signed off that all the all the documents were turned over because the lead lawyer told her to. The uh, she was the junior attorney. Yeah. And yeah, he talked yeah. her into it. That it's was like that was absolutely a mistake. <laughs> um I don't are you sure they all got turned in? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You sign it. Well, why aren't you signing it? Yeah. Should have been the follow up question. <laughs> n- never trust a Trump lawyer, even if you are one. Um, but I, I would also point out that, um, so did you guys hear about the genuinely like upsetting and disturbing and, uh, uh, murder down in Pennsylvania, I think on Wednesday? Oh, the young guy that his father. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a, like Oof. a, so, some, this, this young man or younger man, I, I think the guy might've been in his thirties or something, but he, he, he shot his father to death. Um, and then actually cut the head off and brandished it in a YouTube video where he was declaring himself to be part of God's army and that his father was going to be burning in hell because he was, you know, as a government employee, he'd sold out to the devil kind of thing. And the father was a lefty, right? I I, I don't know what the father's political affiliations were, but he was and willing to son. be a government employee. <laughs> and the son, well, the son is like, you know, he's absolutely swallowed this far right Kool-Aid. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I could certainly understand it'd be hard to recruit. Like, do you want to work prosecuting Trump with the possibility that some lunatic like that is going to try and murder you? Because, you know. In Georgia. Well, in Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, because you know Boston, you might be a little safer, but not much. <laughs> Depends. Uh, uh, remember uh, John Salvi? I wouldn't feel totally safe out in Boston either. Wasn't he the the guy who shot up that clinic in Brookline thirty years ago? Oh, God. yeah. 
terrible, I actually terrible. worked for that clinic. Oh, wow. Good for you. I mean, not at that obviously, location later. Obviously, <laughs> you weren't murdered in a no, shooting spree 30 years the, ago. Yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the people got, she's still alive, but she got shot in the yeah. face, I think. Well, that was, and that was one yeah. of the reasons why the Massachusetts had the, uh, you know, you have to Buffers, keep a, the buffer zone law, which the, the you know, uh, right wing Supreme Court sort of struck down. So, because, you know. Um, I'm not that brave. Yeah. Very pro-choice, but not that brave. <laughs> well, I think what is also interesting, um, getting down some of these notes here, but like that whole God's army thing, that's the same rhetoric also. That was the same sort of terminology. Did you hear about that That small convoy of, uh, you know, uh, right-wingers? 20,000 uh, trucks that turned out to be 10? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 10 total, not 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, l- less than, uh, and they're going two different places in Texas and right. in going Arkansas. down to Texas to, uh, s- show support for governor Abbott's attempts to, um, nullify federal law and, you know, close down the border and usurp federal authority and possibly engineer an armed standoff with federal authorities. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because Biden didn't send in anybody to cut the wire after he got the the stay and the decision. I think he's trying not to inflame them, but what do you do with a state that goes rogue? I think it <laughs> uh, honestly at this point uh I'm I'm really disappointed with Joe Biden because here's the thing. He's he's <clears throat> he's continuing to 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 back Israel to the hilt as it continues to just murder people wholesale he, in in he Gaza. He put sanctions on those four people on the West Bank. Oh gee, yeah. Well, that cool. That'll show him. Uh, four private individuals, uh, and at the same time, he's not, uh, you know, standing up for law and order here in the U.S. And I mean, you know, Who law is- and order can be overrated, but it's like it's very clear the supremacy clause is utterly settled law. So, and the, the, you know, the whole border protection thing, that is a federal responsibility. And if Texans, whether they're state employees or not, want to get in the way of the federal government doing its job, you know, at some point you get arrested for that, you know? Who was it, the group that um, they had their cattle on um oh Clavin pro- Bundy Bundy, right? Because yeah, they yeah, yeah. that was an arm standoff. Uh-huh. And the and the feds back down. I I continue to think that was a mistake. You think they should have just responded? I, yeah. I, I think at some point it's like, look, you're steal you've stolen millions of dollars from the public by grazing your cattle on federal land and not paying for it. This is this is public land. It's owned by the people. And our uh, commer- our, our uh, uh, real estate agent in this case are, is, you know, our land management people are, is the federal government. And, you know, you have... Land management or something? Yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. You've refused to, to, like, pay the really pretty minimal grazing fees for what you've done. So, you know, you, you're stealing from everybody. And uh, when you are confronted by... Uh, people who've come to collect the money you owe, you know, uh, uh, from the IRS, I think it was, uh, you know, you've threatened people with guns. And it just, I think at some point it's like, look, we have, if we're going to have like a whole bunch of heavily armored uh, 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 police dudes who are going to go out and, 
you know, go crazy in RVs and black helicopters and everything. Well, like, uh, people who are threatening people who are people who use, uh, automatic rifles to threaten unarmed government tax collectors, you know, it's like, I don't know. And like, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like which president was that was Obama. Oh, was it Obama? Yeah. And that doesn't seem like a unreasonable, you know, like I, I understand, you know, the complaints about uh, unfair taxes or whatever, but it's like you're using federal land. You're using public land and you're not paying for it, even though it is a thing of real economic value to you. It's been a great benefit to you commercially to be able to graze your cattle on this federal land and you should pay for it. And, you know, at some point, um, the logic of the state is like, well, uh, you're, if you're taking from everybody and not giving back, you know, what are you, I don't know. Like, like at some point we either say, well, you know, anything goes, it's fine. You don't have to, you don't have to pay taxes. You don't want to pay. You don't have to obey laws. You don't want to obey. Okay. Well, like, the, where does that end? The policeman in New York City. I mean, that was all over the news this week. Which policeman in New York City? Uh, two policemen in New York City were trying to trying to arrest one guy, and there were like twelve folks there. They might have been undocumented. They're not really sure who they all were, uh-huh. but they beat up the two policemen. They have it all on video, and they caught four or five of them, but they didn't set bail. So the minute they got out, they got on a bus and went to California and then, or maybe go back to Mexico. And everybody in New York is like, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't they have had bail? Well, that new bail law, but the judge could have done something. And they kicked the, one of the policemen in the face. There's a whole gang of them that beat up two policemen. Mm, And yeah, uh, that's, yeah. And it's sort of, um, they couldn't go after them even though they were leaving on a bus because they had been um, put in their own recognizance. So there wasn't any reason to, they hadn't said they had to stay around and they basically bailed because they had no connections here and they just, they all flee. They all flew. Hmm. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard about but that. But New York, the governor or fled. I was trying to flew or fled or fleed. So, I mean, fled. If, they le- if they left in the past, they would be fled. Well, you could say they flew the coop, but you know. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if you were like they went on a plane or something. No, they <laughs> went on a bus. Okay. But the the governor of New it's York is like, we have to flew. look into this and see what happened. And people are horrified because it's like, well, how, no wonder nobody wants to be a policeman. Because lots of people want to be policemen. Well, the wrong probably some of the wrong folks want to be. Yeah. But but it's a really it it's sort of one of those moments where it kind of combined immigration with mm. support for the police and the lack of law and order, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and hearing that story again, it's 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 a collision of like on the one hand, like, yeah, like you can't go around beating up police officers. Like we rely on police officers to 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 do some order keeping yeah, in our society. Them in the face we we, and, oh, we, that's we you know, we need that. But at the same time, I understand like the hey, you know, uh like if somebody had gone up and kicked Derek Chauvin in the face while he was, you know, killing poor Eric Garner, it would have been like or George Floyd rather, it would have been like, well, he okay. gets his day in court to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hmm, okay. So, well, and they were trying yeah. to—they were trying to arrest two of them. Were trying to arrest somebody, and there was a whole gang of guys, and they yeah. just—they just beat the 
yeah cheapers out of them i think i think the most important thing to to say here is it's it's not good to beat up people yes just that, that is like, that is really where we, we don't come down need to, we we don't need to say the the police part yeah it's not good to beat up people so yeah they shouldn't have been able to just leave after like beating the tar out of someone. Yeah. Yeah. They arrested some of them and they got, they got the, um, no bail. Yeah. They didn't need a bail. It was because of the, I don't know, whatever the crime was. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really where the, like how important, like where the importance is, like where, where we should focus, not on the, that they're of their jobs, that they were beat up. Yeah. They were people that got beat up. That's yeah. that's not good. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm going to be yeah. brave. I'm going to be brave and say that. <laughs> mm. I don't I don't agree with a gang of people beating up on two people. Yeah. Ostensibly. There are some times that <laughs> that I think it's okay, but you know, for the most part, no. I'm not okay with it. You know, and I'm on record. I'm on record saying that. I'm recording this right now. So We'll return to this <laughs> later this year. But yeah, it's, it's created quite a, a furor about how lawless New York City is. And, mm. you know, people in my party are like, yeah, I, look at that. Look at New York. Yeah. Look at uh, I mean, New York City has, party says a lot of things, though. Uh, yeah, yes. Has a huge police force and so forth. So and um, yeah, actually, are they the just, largest? I think they might be. They might be the largest uh, city police force. I don't know. LAPD might be bigger because Los Angeles is enormous. It's uh, it's it's LA. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Los Angeles yeah. is like the the county of Los Angeles is the size of Rhode Island. So you know, um, but I would uh, since you uh, you you mentioned New York, I'm just sort of reminded of like I think part of the problem with New York City. And that sort of gets to part of the problem we have, I think, as a country is sort of the misaligned priorities or whatever. So, like, you know, they're concerned about people dodging the fares on the New York uh, subways, you know, the MTA. So one of the ways people do that is they sort of to get around the turnstiles, they'll go out through emergency exits. So uh, what they're planning to do. Uh, if they haven't already done this, it was locked the emergency exit. Well, is institute a delay, like a 15 second delay, like when you push on the door, it's 15 seconds before it'll actually unlock and let you out. And oh dear. In the event of an actual emergency, you know, <laughs> like there is an actual fire or some fool with a gun or something like that, uh, you're trapped there against the against what is still a wall for 15 seconds. And heaven help you if it fails to then open at 15 seconds. And have and heaven help you if you're say in a wheelchair yeah. or you know walking with a cane. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is basically like ah screw the disabled. You know the important thing is well, we're losing money. The, they'll be in the front and the crowd will just crush them. Yeah. So that'll take care of it. They're also uh, mm, spending Hillsborough. a ton, a ton of money on new uh, turnstiles to prevent jumping, and uh, a, a a a very increased police presence in the subways. Um, See, I like, think they should make them free. This is a thing, like <laughs> like Albuquerque, New Mexico, just did. Just like or like they and they, and they raise the fares, and yeah. it's Garner is like Garner, no. Oh, the, I know who you mean, the, Eric. Eric. Oh, Adams. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Jeez. The not, the mayor of New York. The Sorry. mayor Garner's of New York. the guy that was selling cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. him. No, the cop that got elected mayor. So he 
mm-hmm. um, is is increasing pr- police presence. He's uh, in, like spending a ton of money on on new turnstiles and stuff, and they're raising the fare. How how does that math? How does that <laughs> math? You you're spending so much money on keeping people. Well, from from jumping turnstiles and taking fares because people can't afford it. If they were if it was cheaper, it's like it's like piracy. Well, you squeeze them and then you change. Yeah, it's, it's like you piracy. Wall up. If you it like the 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 amount of of piracy of music was high in the early two thousands, then stuff like. Uh, Spotify and stuff, and they and the lowering of prices and things, and it shot down because people just want to get the stuff. But if it's too expensive, then they'll find a way to get other stuff. If you lower the prices, if you make it easier for people to to ride the subway, then you won't have to spend so much money keeping people from stealing. Hmm. Well, lower the bar of entry. Well, and then the the point of it is, you see, um, to keep people, um, like it, corralled. Well, the idea is that like it's a public good and paying rent. And well, and well, yes, that's true too. But New York has this long history of uh, not wanting public goods to really be public. I don't know if you guys have heard the name Robert Moses. Oh yeah. He create basically the 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 mastermind behind the Port Authority. And so for example, Robert Moses didn't want you know black people at the public beaches in New York. So because he's laying out the roads or whatever, he's like, "Well, how tall is a city bus?" Oh, it's, you know, 14 feet high. Yeah. So he made sure that all the bridges on all the roads that would lead there were only 13 feet high. So you couldn't ride the bus to get there. And it's like, well, you know, if you can't get there on the bus, then, I don't know, whatever. That's why some people in Boston didn't want the MBTA extended right. to their city, to their town, Arlington. Yeah. Up, yeah, New, yeah. Sure. Because they were going to extend it. And they're like, no, thank you. We're good. Right. So, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the New York subway is a public good, but that means, you know, all sorts of unsavory characters who, you know, might have darker skin or whatever could be using the subway. And, you know, if we uh, just let people ride the subway, I mean, our lives will be better. There is systemic and what do we wanna, misogyny what do we do and that? racism in this uh-huh. country. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What? What? <laughs> I started with misogyny because that's... What? I, I, misogyny is a huge thing too. Yeah. I mean... And I hate you for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I had no right to say it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I have no standing. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. Um... I I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe that you are saying that on the record. Yeah, I am. in this country, go back. To, yeah, that a country that has never ever been racist. Go back to Sweden, you Greta Thunberg. I think aspirationally, and and. Um, Oh, who is it? Oh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. I was just thinking yeah, of her. Yeah. She said that it's aspirational that in our original founding documents that we're aspirational, but that no systematic racism exists. We're not a racist country. Nikki we, Haley we, is an idiot. We but I disagree are. with her. I'm going to be brave again. <laughs> I uh, And I think... Uh, I don't think she's nuts. an idiot. I think she's trying to win the South. 
No, Stephen, the and that's the, different. That's the Machiavellian. Southern that's the, strategy. Yes, that always goes well. well she's country. she's headed to this. I thought uh, Stephen Colbert and his writers, I think, had it right when they said, "Look, if you uh, make a delicious lemon cake and there's a little bit of poop in that, it's." It's actually a poop cake. <laughs> so, did you see the movie The Help? <laughs> there was I did a poop not. Cake. There was a poop cake. Oh in my there. god! <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was okay. a, a moment. Yeah, no, it was. I, I never it saw was, it. Uh, it was a fine movie. It was. It was still, um, you know, using black paint for for entertainment, but still, it was. Good. <laughs> there were some moments that. Yeah, yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, okay, that sounds pretty pretty uh. But um yeah, and I just I just you know, yeah, that like like the racism has been baked into this country from the beginning. Um well, I I tried to talk. I think it was And there are moments where we go where we go, "Wait, maybe we shouldn't do that." And I like those moments. I tried to talk both Dukakis's people and Romney's people into making the tea free. And when I tried to talk to Rom, not him, but his yeah, staff, yeah, 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 yeah. They um, but you, you, you and the Mitster aren't like BFFs. No, we're not. Even though we lived in the same town, um, but because um, I'm closer in age to his his sons, um, but um, they had this huge robbery where all the tea people were taking mm-hmm. the change out in their pants. They had like fake pant legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys in the change room, they stole millions. And it was this huge thing that had been gone on for years. And they finally, they caught him and there was this whole, yeah. you know, capturing him. And I tried to show them financially that it would be cheaper to just dismantle yep. all the fair systems and yep. just get rid of them. And, just uh, subsidize the whole thing with taxes. Yeah, just, well, with the towns that used it. Yeah, and, yeah. And the towns didn't like it. Well, but money coming in from various sources, yeah. but just like... Just have it come directly from the general public. Don't have all those people collecting that money and counting that money and disappearing that money. (laughs) Uh, Just before uh, we're we're almost out of the half hour, but um, some good news coming out of New York. I like good news. Good. NYPD officers will now have to record the race of people they question. Ah. Oh, they hate that. Oh, yeah. So when they stop and they frisk. Yeah. They'll have to record that, and this is after a council overrides, over overrode, um, mm-hmm. overfled Mayor? the mayor's uh, veto. Yeah, because he's a police guy through and through. Oh, so. Yeah, he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. And it is a lot of paperwork. I don't care. <laughs> well, maybe don't stop and <laughs> stop and frisk so many people. How about care. if they just have their cameras on? Because that would record it. Well, I mean that too. But. Cameras actually um, aren't as as effective as as we thought yeah they keep getting turned off and or the the footage keeps getting lost or uh it just doesn't record what it needs to it's um because it's pointing in the wrong direction (laughs) or something it's too it's too easy to mess with basically well and and also i think one thing we've we've discovered sadly is that even when people can see perfectly well what's going on it doesn't actually dissuade people from doing it uh, I mentioned uh, the murderer Derek Chauvin earlier. Who you know? I uh, mean, you mean the murderer Derek Chauvin? Yes. Yeah. Derek Chauvin, the murderer. Oh, you said the murder of. No, the murderer, comma <laughs> Derek Chauvin. Oh, sorry. Who you know? Well, you know. Thank you for making sure it was clear to people. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Um, Poor George. Yeah. Well, and it's just it's it's incredibly hard to watch because it's like, oh look, here's a guy being killed oh, right in front of us. Oh, the little kids that were watching it, the little girl that that 
that actually videoed it. She was brave. Yeah. She was very brave. She should have gotten a peace award or something. I, I, I agree. But just like, she you know, 11, did the, but the look on his face is it's like, you know, he knows this guy's dying and he's happy about it. And, you know, one of the reasons why uh, we we mentioned how upset we are about Gaza earlier in the show. And we're going to talk about it more, I think, in the second half. And it's just like, because it's right there for us to see, you know, there's footage, there's, you know, I've started following some people on Instagram who are just like, yeah, so, uh, you know, my uncle got killed today. And it's like, I, I, uh, you know, you know, we can see the IDF shooting people. Like we can see them blowing things up. We can see them doing all kinds of things. So it's like, and obviously the fact that we can see this is not stopping them from doing it. So, so we need to really rethink the whole logic of just like, uh, you know, cameras alone will solve it because clearly they can't though so, i'm not saying get rid of cameras better than eyewitnesses cameras are better than oh for sure but for sure but yeah H- humans you have to have a humans desire are terrible to, eyewitnesses to do the right thing to to see it yeah. properly yeah and that I, I i think that's a great place to come back but right now we're going to play some psa's promos and station ids uh to satisfy our policy and also the fcc and then we'll be back with more of civil politics here on valley free radio in just a couple of minutes so please don't go away. We'll be right back. Nice. Did you know that when you recycle bottles, cans, and paper, you help the planet and the local economy? Western Mass operates its own materials recycling facility, the Springfield Materials Recycling Facility, or MRF, where recyclables are sorted and prepared for sale to manufacturers. MRF employs local people, and by providing a local delivery site, saves money for local communities. Learn more at springfieldmrf.org. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Take the time to recycle because we only have water. Valley Free Radio has a rich history. We are an affiliate member of the Pacifica Radio Network. The Pacifica Radio Network was the first public radio network in the United States. Beginning with the first broadcast in 1946 out of KPFA in Berkeley, by 1980, it had grown into the Pacifica Radio Network with WBAI in New York City, KPFK in Los Angeles, WPFW in DC, and KPFT in Houston, Texas. These radio stations set out to create a new kind of radio, supported by listeners, owing nothing to commercial sponsors, providing an outlet for creative expression and a safe haven for artistic experiments. They broadcasted stories that no other station would touch. Over the next 50 years, the Pacifica Radio Network has become known as a home for those in the social justice movements, artists promoting cultural change, political activism, and innovative programming, and it serves as a model for public radio. Valley Free Radio is part of the Pacifica tradition. Besides our own programming created here in the Valley, VFR also broadcasts programs created by other Pacifica stations, adding an audible depth to what you hear when you tune in. If you'd like to learn more about the Pacifica stations and their affiliates, including Valley Free Radio, go to www.pacifica.org. 
When you tune into 103.3, you're tuning into something bigger, a national movement to democratize the airwaves. You don't let your kids play in the toilet. That's what it's like when pet owners don't pick up pet waste. Irrigation and stormwater can carry this pollutant to storm drains and retention areas where our children play. Do the right thing for yourself and your community. Pick up after your pet. Bag it and properly dispose of it in the trash. Remember, only rain in the storm drain. Brought to you by Stormwater Outreach for regional municipalities. Visit storm at www.azstorm.org. Want to make a difference in a big way? Nearly 200 children in Hampshire County are on a waiting list to be matched with adult mentors called BIGS. Children who are matched with mentors through Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Hampshire County do better in school, report higher self-confidence, and have better relationships with peers. Start something. Call 413-259-3345 and volunteer or donate to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Hampshire County. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Hey! Ugh, frustrating day today. The line shut down and we spent two hours clearing plastic bags from machinery. Wait, what? Folks use plastic bags to toss recyclables and the bags clog the machinery, like rope in a vacuum cleaner or lawnmower. Don't put the brakes on recycling. Avoid bags, keep it loose. Learn more at springfieldmrf.org. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Take your time to recycle because we only have water. Valley Free Radio is a proud member of Pioneer Valley Local First. Pioneer Valley Local First, encouraging people to think local so they buy and bank local first. Pioneer Valley Local First also works to encourage companies in a friendly way to be socially, locally, and environmentally responsible. Thank you, Pioneer Valley Local First, for your support. The Food Bank of Western Massachusetts provides healthy food to families and individuals facing hunger in our region. And right now, with food insecurity the highest it's been in recent years, the Food Bank is distributing more emergency food than ever. Learn more about the Food Bank or get support for yourself and your family. Go to foodbankwma.org or call 413-247-9738. The Food Bank of Western Mass, committed to making sure our neighbors have enough to eat and leading the community to end hunger. Ending hunger. What a great idea. I think we should do more of that, too. Anyway, this is... A, you sure? You sure yeah, about that? We I'm, I'm quite sure. Uh, but what about, the, what about the people, the people with the money and stuff? Uh, well, as one of the people with money, I'm, I'm all in favor of everyone getting plenty to eat. Um, and I'm... I, I, if you can see me in person, you could see that I've had plenty to eat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Now, see, I think you should keep people hungry and lean so that they work hard and aspire and move mountains. And 
you know, there, I don't think people should be so works. complacent. I, uh, you that's, know, there's, there's, sorry, I'm sorry. That's not how that works. Yeah. You know that, right? You've worked in healthcare. If people don't have enough to eat, then they can't work. Yeah. Well, you have to, there's a tension you have to keep there. There's a fine balance. Really? <laughs> Giving them enough calories to work, but not so many that they're actually happy. <laughs> is that, that sounds like what you're saying. Is that yeah, what you're kind saying? Of, yeah, That's terrible. Kind of, That's a yeah. horrible thing. <laughs> that you can't, you can't. A lot um, of businesses live on people that are hustling and, yeah. you know, young yeah. people who don't know yet their worth and all that. I mean, there's a oh, whole yeah. business model on. Yeah. The whole business model of like, well, we need revolving people. door. And yeah. We, we need 80 person hours to like handle all the work that comes up during the hours we're open. We're only going to schedule 75. And you're the manager, so you cover the rest. Yeah. Or you're just like, <laughs> no. never happens. The, the, the point is, like, in some ways it does. Like, we can almost get it all done. So we just like yell at our employees to work harder and then we just yeah. make more money. And, you know, well, that's, that's, oh, the that's thing. Trump's like, model. Yeah. You, you, like, a lot, of, a lot of businesses are doing that. Like, they, they're banking on people not knowing what they're worth. And uh, it's, it's completely eroded um, company loyalty and people staying at the same company for, for a very for long salaries. time. Yep. Like they, this is, and like uh, there is, there was this rash of um, people getting, getting fired, not like go fired. Uh, there is a very, there is a distinct difference, but people getting fired because uh, places like uh, Cloudflare and Facebook and all these places, because of the pandemic, everybody was using online services more, so they just brought in more people. Now the pandemic is, oh, and they is just, waned. People are aren't they using them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they dumped like uh, Cloudflare um, dumped like a ton of people just before the new year, and yep. uh, it's and this is why people don't like working places like because they like they're forcing people to work like these insane hours and keeping them keeping them like pushing 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 and then when another uh job comes along they just take off because yeah you suck this job sucks i'm out because my and and last thing i'll say is there's there's a saying that i've heard before that um, people don't quit jobs; they quit managers. Yes, that is very true. Yeah, if you have a good manager, you can tolerate almost anything. I I've had some jobs where I've had fantastic managers, and I was paid nothing, and I stayed. Yeah, because it like they tried to take. I care work of in customer. My chosen profession is customer service. Yeah, that's terrible. Why would anybody do that? But. It, Amen, brother. Because, because <laughs> that, hard. It, is. it is. It's incredibly hard. You have to juggle a ton of things. You have to know a ton of things. And you don't get paid anything. You That nope. is above, like, if you're good enough, you get above minimum wage. You know? And and customers give you... Oh, yeah. Tons. Unless ton you work in the right customer service. Like, uh, my customer service experiences, I waited tables at a friendlies for a few years. And, yeah, it was bad. Uh, and then, you know, 12 years behind the counter at a comic book store. Now, when you work at a comic book store, you're basically like the nerds, you're their dealer. So like, they are very yeah. nice to you. Yes. Like, like, yeah. like the bartender, yeah. you know? So that is, that is a great gig. And I had a really good manager. Hey, Jim Crocker, you're great. Um, he was, he was, he uh, is, he is. Uh, I hope he's well, uh, I have to talk to him and, uh, yeah. And I didn't exactly make a ton of money, even though I was one of the owners, but that's okay. Yeah. It's I made but enough. 
the thing is that like I worked in hotels. Uh huh. I worked it. I worked at a Target for can, a little while. Can people be difficult when you work when they come up to the desk at a hotel and deal with the people who work I at a hotel? So many. I have. I have. Uh, <laughs> I could tell you a story right now. My God. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, actually, I just want to mention uh, yeah. because I didn't do it at the start of the show. The second half. This is civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. That's Thank true. you for listening. <laughs> well, uh, look, anyway, please continue, John. Well, oh, labor I, I has more power now than it's had in a long time. God, Thank yes, God. and there's yeah. a reason for that. Yeah, there is COVID's a killed a bunch of people. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, labor labor has more power now. One because, I mean, they like the the industry. All industries have tried to keep labor from happening, and I think like union membership is like ten percent of the workforce right now. Something stupidly low, down from like thirty or forty. Yeah, right? at yeah. least, at least. And labor, especially like this past summer when I was talking about all the strikes and all the labor movements and everything, the reason why is because buying power is so low and uh, job retention uh, or or jo- the workers are not treated well at their at their jobs. Mm-hmm. These all these contracts weren't to make tons of money they were to were, they were to raise their salaries up to standards of living and also to improve workplace safety yes and workplace safety work like uh to uh stem like uh assault like sexual assault and things like that because there was no it's racism in the workplace like there's a ton of stuff and still uh well and and just general accidents like at all yeah. like warehouses or whatever actually you know what i was just reading about was one of the worst places to work for for worker safety actually it turns out to be spacex uh who could have guessed that elon musk Shocking. would run a company that uh doesn't care about it, the lives of yeah. its employees so i mean so really quick before we get to international stuff um, so there's this guy, I was working at a hotel. I won't say which one it's, it's gone now. Anyway. Um, I, there was this guy that, uh, wanted to get a block of rooms every year in this area, uh, in the middle of summer, you might've like, people oh, might've noticed the dead, the dead season. It's not, there are a ton of conferences that come in, uh, to the Amherst area. Oh, right. Because like the college is in session, but there's lots of facilities. Exactly. There's lots of facilities, but there is a huge field at UMass and they have a huge lacrosse tournament mm. every year. The hotels are sold out. People are getting blocks of rooms in like numbers of 20 because they have all these people and they're all coming up from New Jersey, New York, because lacrosse, that's a rich kid sport. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, fastest game on two legs. Mm. So this guy come, this guy calls and says, "I need, I, I want to talk to sales." It's Friday night at five thirty. They are gone. the The sales department is not there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Sales isn't going to be there. They're going to be here on Monday." He's like, "No, I need to talk to them right now. I need to change these blocks of rooms." And I looked up his contract. Like, dude, you. You got these rooms like months ago. You cannot change. You signed a contract. He lays into me and I just meet his energy. I'm like, look, you need to stop this right now. Sales is going to be here on Monday. You're going to call then. I can't help you. Are we good? He's like, and he hungs up, hangs up. He comes, he comes in on the next summer because this is like six months in advance because you need to get him like eight months in advance. He comes up to me and is like, sorry, I was, I was a jerk. 
Oh, that's unusual. Oh. Yeah. That, I love that. That's my favorite customer service Yeah, story. that's a good one. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to meet people's energy. Yeah. But you have to be good at it. Yeah, I was going to so, say, that's, a, that's an acquired skill. My chosen skill. profession. So if I, if, and if I was working now, because this was 10 years ago, to, what, 15 years ago, if I was working now, I would be even more oppressed, even more looked down on, and I would be dealing with horrible Karens. And I wouldn't be getting any respect and I would, I would definitely join like a union if it was there because or start one or no, because I get fired. <laughs> so anyway, uh, labor is, we certainly can't have our employees getting uppity. It's, yeah, it's exactly. very problematic. Well, see, that's the thing that, that sense has increased tenfold over the past like 20 years. And it's really sad because there are so many people that want to work at one place for their lives. <laughs> they don't want to leave. They want to get seniority so they get better hours exactly. and, you know, yeah. they and get used they, to it and the and commute's then good. Like the, people won't, the, the people that are like 80 won't leave. I understand retire. that. I'm still working. Well, yeah, but you're not <laughs> taking an executive position. It's true. You're not taking not a in position years. that I, like, if I was below you, I'm trying to work up to your job, but you nope. leave your job. Nope. I'm the bottom of the barrel right now. Yeah, so, and then yeah. people below me can't work up because I'm stuck. And that is, and that goes into, like, why I think people should retire and not and politics. And that, anyway. <laughs> you just described the Democratic Party in Congress. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was the trying most to. Elite anyway, home in did the you country. guys see? Did you guys see that that I'm protester? Nikki Haley. I'm sorry. Way. What? I said the most elite nursing home in the country. That's Nikki Haley's description. <laughs> oh God of not, the Senate. She's not wrong. Oh. But did, so what did you guys see? see that protester confronting Nancy Pelosi? No. Uh, like I, I, I'm not sure exactly where it was. It might have. It might have been at her this home or whatever. This is recent. Yeah, like this week. Uh, and uh, 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 Congresswoman Pelosi is getting into is, you know, about to get into a car. And this person comes up to her and is like, you know, we've got to get a ceasefire in Gaza because people are dying and it's terrible. Oh, on the Gaza thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, 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 Ms. Pelosi was like, uh, you know, go back to China, like because that's where your headquarters is or something like that. Now, I don't know. Russia. The, no, she said China. Oh, Oh, uh, I found a source about that. Hold on. There's a, there, the, the, there was another thing about go, about Russia that she said as well. That was earlier. She was saying pro-Palestinian protesters are connected to Russia. Right. Excellent. Right. Excellent stuff. And and uh, now I don't know. I actually saw the video, but I couldn't see the face of you know really anything about the person who was confronting. So Ms. you Pelosi. wondered why she said that? If well, I mean, it could have been that that person was like, oh, well, they're probably from China, whatever or whatever. So. I don't know about that. I don't know if there was if there was that sort of an element. I don't know if it was sort of like a, you know, sort of the uh Asian equivalent of go back to Africa or whatever. But it didn't need to be because I think the the logic of it is um that if you're the, complaining the Chinese, somebody's ginning you the up. Chinese Communist Party wants to destabilize the United States and a and and Israel and so complaining like i don't know yeah. basically yeah it's, well, you it's know, foreign influence. homeland security folks have said that this past week or two that you know there's some real efforts underway to undermine our systems here sure i mean real 
pointed. In fact, wasn't there a, was it Slovakian? There was a fellow in Slovakia who the last day before the election, they had, they used AI on him and they had him talking to somebody and saying some really outrageous stuff and he lost by two points. Yeah. But they, they were saying that we should expect the same here. So maybe, sure. maybe she was responding to that kind of well, briefing. And look, I wouldn't be shocked if the, um, Chinese government, for whatever reason, has decided that it's in 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 its interest to stoke the fires, to 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 stoke the fires, or to well, guys, you know, it's pretty outrageous. I I agree. Like it, I don't need Chinese propaganda to get me to go. Hey, we should stop killing people. Going back to what John said earlier, <laughs> you know, don't like, beat them up, don't kill them. Right, exactly. <laughs> like how how about how about we not do what? that? Nice callback. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Uh, you know, it, it it's not that complicated. Well, you know what Packy was saying when she was on with us. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't do war. Just don't. Do I it. agree. I agree. But we just started, didn't we? Just um, put some drones. What were you saying, John? Drones yeah, we did airstrikes in Syria, right? Just today, we did some uh, airstrikes in Syria and Iraq because we were attack. We were trying to destabilize the uh, some bases and and depots. I think of the Iranian National Guard. Uh, because they were funding the people that did the strikes that killed like three soldiers, soldiers. last week in Jordan. I think. Yeah, in Jordan. Yeah. And by the way, they promoted the two women posthumously um, to sergeant. Yeah, two of the three got promoted. I mean, well, I mean, good. Okay. But- yeah, it's sort they of should odd. have been there anyway. But yeah, you know, I don't know yeah. if they were addressing a wrong or just Biden just did it. But the families, were it looks yeah. ecstatic. It well, looks good, maybe, and it gives the, it gives they the, were up for promotions or something. Well, and it gives the survivors better benefits. So I mean, look, that is true. I'm 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 all for you know better. This is a whole other thing we've talked about before. I'm all for better survivors benefits for people who die in uniform serving the United States. I'm also for you know like like as a as an extra subset of we should have universal uh uh single payer public health care uh we should absolutely have that for all of the people who who served this country in the military now there are a lot of criticisms we can level at the US military that's fine but the people who actually serve often like you know get terribly injured like i've got two different friends who didn't know each other in the military but like you know happen to have in common the fact that they were both have serious well to read or somewhere well they have serious back injuries spinal injuries uh you know they can walk or whatever but this like they're in continuing constant pain because they were in helicopter crashes as i said these guys didn't work together they didn't serve together these are just different helicopter crashes so you know it's a thing that happens and they're not so we should give aid to ukraine so we don't get in a war uh well we should definitely like like people who are in helicopter crashes in the military shouldn't have to be like scrambling to find healthcare. Um, you know, we should just be covering that, but more generally, uh, like war is bad and, and I'm, I'm, I'm opposed to it. Um, as we've talked about before, the, the Ukraine war is, uh, is that rare exception of like, well, you know, if we were attacked, if we don't do anything, then basically you know, Russia invades Ukraine and horrible atrocities and crimes occur. So, yeah, we should help Ukraine defend itself. But, you know, like, I don't, I'm not happy about dead Russians. I mean, like, I guess the Ukrainians just sank a Russian ship and 
you know, like the Ukrainians claimed and that fired it went, their general. Right. Well, the Ukrainians claimed that the ship went down with all hands. And I'm like, I'm not happy about that. I don't think that's good. You know, I, if you're going to be fighting a war, that's kind of what happens. And it's, it's awful, but like, it, like all of these things, uh, and we have to like go in a minute. So like, I just, my last thought, and I'd be curious to know if you guys agree. Well, Jonah's got something about Gaza too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go have ahead, so many things about Gaza, uh, but one of the things that have has been like bothering me uh, for the past few days is there mm-hmm. was, um, and uh, admittedly a fringe group, but there was a conference uh, uh, by Isra- for Israeli settlers because they want to occupy Gaza, mm-hmm. and. They now that had, we've blown it up and driven people out, let's take it a, over. They yeah. had a big, they had brochures mm-hmm. and a map showing. Oh, where your new condo is? Yeah. Actually, actually, <laughs> yes. actually oh no, no, no. God. Actually, yeah, they had a map oh sh- showing goodness. this city, this city, and they're all like Jewish names and everything. And uh, there were a few Don't people Don't you want a beachfront apartment? <laughs> and there were a few people that were interviewed saying, yeah, uh, we should... The only it their their um their thing was, uh, the only way to sec- to have security is for us to occupy Gaza, yeah. and the and the people that live there now they can go someplace else. We should help them go someplace else, and uh, we voluntary sh- migration. Yeah, basically. at gunpoint. <laughs> oh, what did yeah. Mitt Romney say? Self, self, self deportation. Self deportation. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. And two at wow. least and there were there were say. several members of the Knesset there, and I think at least a couple of cabinet ministers. There were a couple cabinet ministers part of the part of the way, and they were all incredibly happy about it. Was Trump there showing them the new hotel he was gonna be? <laughs> no. Sorry. It's so sick. It's just so sick. Don't don't give Trump ideas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, this is something that, that I've been thinking about. Like, I heard it on oh. the BBC The World Report. Like, I heard uh, this interview with this woman that was um, in charge of it, and she was just... It was just ethnic cleansing, the conference. It was just, no, they should get they should go someplace else, and we should return to there, and we should take over there because that's the best thing for everybody. Oh. And the um and the my interviewer, Jewish friends must just be dying. They the, must just yeah. be so horrified. The yeah. interviewer was saying, um, "We should." Netanyahu's doing this. Yeah. yeah. the The interviewer was saying, "Well, what if people don't want to leave? What it, like? What are you going to do?" And they're like, and she's like, "No, we they we'll just help them leave." And she's like, "Well, what if?" Well, a lot of people don't want to. What we'll are you going to do? Motivate them. The, yeah, the, I think she actually said we'll motivate them. It's it, and it's been. I've been steaming about it for the past few days. Sure, it's been, and the and the the, the last thing I'll say is that, um, this is this is a small group. This isn't like all of Israel saying this. This isn't uh, all of like every. But it's not um, a Jewish person. But it's not a fringe group either. But. Um, even if it's a minority, we can see what minor what a minority fringe, like right wing group, can do. What they're thinking. What that like you need to nip this stuff yeah. before it gets too big, and it is growing because people are upset about the war, and people are the war. People are upset about the 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 aggression. People are upset about people getting killed, but the they're not upset that the hostages haven't all been released yet 
<laughs> I mean, they are, but like these people, like I, I'm sure they're like, oh, we really want the hostages back. But the they're mm, mm, yeah, <laughs> I am just I am just horrified. And you guys also saw that the um, uh, Israel sent assassins into uh, a hospital in the West Bank to uh, kill three people. They they said were terrorists who might well have been part of Hamas or Islamic Jihad. I don't know. I, I could certainly believe or that. Or parking their trucks on cemeteries. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, But, you know, when you send people, you know, not in, like, when you send soldiers not in uniform into a civilian hospital outside of a war zone, like, those are war crimes, you know? Those are absolutely violations of the Geneva Do you Convention. remember when the Olympic athletes were murdered? No, the Israelis. Time. Yeah, the Israelis. And the Israelis, within about 10 years, actually found every single person that was involved. But they did they did maneuvers like that. I mean, that's how they got to them. Yeah. Is that they, I mean, it's sort of what you do with special forces. Yeah. So is it a war crime? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Can you can you kill an enemy combat uh, general? I mean, we did it with Suleimani, too, I, I, right? When when you send people to do soldiers' work, when you send soldiers not in uniform, it's called perfidy. It is actually a crime under the Geneva Conventions. But anyway, that's... Um, that's Good to know. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hear the music. Uh, really fun note to end on. Sorry about that. But anyway, that's going to do it for Civil Politics Night here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, coming up next, we've got uh, Subculture, followed by Table of Contents, and then OK Asia at Midnight. Uh, we got a repeat broadcast next Monday at 4. we got a uh, podcast coming out over the weekend, and we hope you'll listen to us. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com. That'll do it for now. Thank you for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.